0: I kind of just imagine him in a meeting. You know, yes, this is the contract I've been waiting for. Thank you very much, Steve. Thank you very much, Jerry. And he signs his name, and then he stands up and he says, I'm going to go ahead and have the surgery now. You can't turn the football over 17 times and think you're going to win a game. Can't do it. Won't do it. Concerning the big payday deck, you got your money. I mess up his name. I can't even get it. this. That's a kid. That's a kid? That's a kid? But at the same time, oh, we're going to shaggle them in. We're going to take over. You are not Diana Breach. This is not the mascara. I saw it coming. That's why I went solo. You'll never see me coming. You called it. Oh, living and breathing intelligent bypass on the planet earth to this sick show it's your boy the to miss the hashtag legend in my own mind big day talking not only sports but news of all kinds also welcome to those checking us out on this sick podcast on anchor.fm spotify google podcast breaker overcast podcast and radio public also, I want to give a shout out to all my sick listeners over in Ireland, Hong Kong, Sweden, Morocco, Mexico, Portugal, and these United States of America. Who in the world are you referring to as? A n- During a girls basketball game at Norman High School in Oklahoma Their student athletes decided to take a knee While the Star Spangled Banner was being played As they took a knee The announcer had something to say And he didn't know that his microphone was was not muted while the national anthem was being played. Matt Rowan was heard saying they're kneeling with a question mark? And he went on to call them F and N's. Matter of fact, we're going to call it Fudge Ninjas So He went on to say They're nearly Fudging Ninjas He said I hope Norman gets Their But Kick He said quote Fudge them Now I'm using Fudge For lack of a better word Because I don't want to use a real word, he said. But you know what? It, when you start with the F, you know what usually ends. He said, "I hope they lose." Come on, Midwest City. They're gonna kneel like that. H. No. The Norman Public School Districts and the associations involved in the basketball game have since condemned the comments made by the announcer. Who was reportedly contracted by the Oklahoma Secondary School Activities Association. They said, quote, we fully support our students right to freedom of expression and our immediate focus is to support these girls and their coaches and families, particularly our black students and coaching staff. This is what MPS uh, Superintendent Dr. Nick Migley Orino is that how you say his name, Migley or Reno? We'll just say Dr. Nick. This is what Dr. Nick had to say. He said, quote, it is tragic that the hard work and skill of this team is being overshadowed by the vile, malignant words of these individuals. We will do everything in our power to support and uplift our team and everyone affected by this incident. He said that the Norman Public Schools will no longer use the NFHS Network to broadcast its game. And on behalf of the NFHS Network and the OSSAA, we sincerely apologize that this happened at one of our events This was added on by OSSA Executive Director David Jackson. Said, quote, while we are currently investigating the incident, this crew will not be doing any more games for the remainder of our championships. And this kind of behavior will not be tolerated by anyone representing the NFHS or OSSA. Now, the network also addressed the currents they said they were sickened by Rowan's comments and the NFHS network firmly condemns racism, hate, and discrimination and there is no room for this in high school sports anywhere they wrote in the statement. They said we sincerely apologize to the students, their families, and the entire community for having such ignorant comments expressed during the broadcast We're aggressively investigating the incident and will ensure that any individuals responsible will have no relationship with the NFHS network moving forward. Here's the thing that that really gets me about this whole situation. Number one, it shows your ignorance when... You have anything to say about anybody kneeling during the national anthem. Like i said many times on this show, it's not disrespecting America. It's not disrespecting the flag. As a matter of fact, if you weren't ignorant and you would actually look up what the Star Spangled Banner is about and what it says, it actually depicts killing black people in the Star-Spangled Banner. We only sing one stanza of it. There's, there's two to three stanzas more of that song. And in that second stanza, it talks about basically the slaves getting with Britain and they should be killed too because the slaves really didn't have no business getting on The other side. Look it up. You don't believe me? Look up the Star Spangled Banner. Look up the song. Look up the lyrics. And it will tell you. I don't have it in front of me verbatim. But that's essentially what it says. And it refers to them as, you know, slaves or black or ninjas, for lack of a better word. The Star Spangled Banner was never written for black people anyway so why should we have to stand and put our hands over our hearts to something that actually condemned us now I know time has changed and everybody changes over time some people but where we are in America right now is 2021 some things have got to stop Racism is one of those Because we are America Is a melting pot Of different races Religions, creeds We're a melting pot So you can't You know, you're going to denigrate one Just so you can stand on the back of another That's ridiculous And this guy A sports announcer talking about how they're being disrespectful well what about you mr. Rowan you're being disrespectful for the simple fact is you're talking during the national anthem I myself have worked doing play by play in color at different games I've engineered many many games and even as an engineer I might have commercials playing during that time that nobody else is hearing but I'll be standing there with my hand over my heart or as time went on and I wasn't able to stand anymore physically I would sit down put my hand over my heart take my left hand and put it on the board to make sure that whatever was playing on the station during the anthem was not being heard in the room that we were in why did I do that because I didn't want to be disrespectful you were talking being utterly disrespectful doing the national anthem and then you're gonna call these young ladies out of their name you're gonna call them a slur that you know is absolutely racially charged it is the most, actually, it is when, 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 <laughs> let me say it like this it is the most egregious word that a Caucasian American could use towards a black American. I mean, since we want to put titles with everything, but it's a word that shouldn't ever actually be used by any of us and we know how words take on their own meaning we know how slang comes about and that word has turned to something different I'm not going into that but I'm talking about this one incident when you're at a game whether it's football, basketball, baseball, soccer volleyball, it don't matter you don't say negative stuff at all I don't care if the team is getting beat 58 to nothing You don't say Nothing negative And you always Bring the possibility Of hope Because like they say Hope springs Eternal But You gonna say something like That And then You're gonna blame it on being Diabetic I know this there's a lot of diabetics out there who probably want to lay hands on you bro because they don't being diabetic makes you racial it makes you racist really I was diabetic for years I'm just now conquering diabetes Now I'm going to go out and just start Calling or referring to My Caucasian brethren As something that's out of their their name Out of their character I mean am I going to do that Being diabetic supposedly The whole time I was diabetic I did not Ever Think of calling my neighbors A word That is Degrading to them Never entered my mind Even when I was having bad days And my blood sugars were three, four hundred Did I go There? What it is It's your own ignorance That took you there There, there is nothing Medical that you could blame that on When you decide To call Anybody black a ninja it's just it, it, you can't you can't even explain that so yeah you don't need to do any more games you need to just stay home as a matter of fact you want to be racial you have every right to be racist You have every right Because this is America right You got freedom of speech right You have every right to be a racist Let me just say that In your own home Because in your house You are king of your castle And if you want to just spew racism in your house You have every right to do that But you don't have the right To say it, especially to young ladies. You don't have the right to refer to them as that. Absolutely, positively, no doubt about it, wrong as you could ever be. All right. Y'all better hold on to your seats because I got a lot to go in this show. When we come back, we're going to talk about this Kirk Franklin issue. You really want to hear this one. So make sure you stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back here on this SIG show. Stay tuned for more This SIG show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part two of this sick show. Would you like five hundred dollars for an address? Well, Honeybee home buyers are looking to buy houses that have fire damage anywhere in the DFW. If you know of a house anywhere that has lots of fire damage or even a little bit, text them the address at 817-330-9532 that's 817-330-9532 and once they verify that it does have fire damage you will get 25 dollars no questions asked then after they talk with the owners and they are able to buy the house you will get 500 dollars so text him the address at 817 330 That's 817-330-9532. All right. We've got to talk about this issue that happened the other day. And I want to start out by saying that at first I, I didn't know what was going on. All I knew was is that first of all, I was on Facebook, and when I looked on Facebook, I saw this thing in the news feed, and it was Kirk Franklin. You know Kirk Franklin, the Franklin, the ambassador of gospel music. And he he, he looked a little sick. And I was wondering what was going on And I clicked on it And he was making an apology And probably 10 seconds Or 15 seconds into the apology I was I was like Okay I, I don't know what's going on I don't really care to know what's going on So I clicked it off Well all of a sudden The next day my phone was blowing up off The hook They were saying man did you hear what happened with Kirk Franklin? And I was like, no. They were like, you need to go on YouTube. You need to watch what happened. Well, when I went on YouTube and I watched what happened, for those of you who don't know the story, apparently, Mr. Franklin and I believe it's his eldest son were having an argument on the phone and the eldest son decided that He wanted to record The argument With him and his dad And the part of the argument That he released Was the part where The dad Was going In on the dude He was going off And the boy was sitting there saying Some disrespectful stuff to him And being disrespectful and then you heard someone laughing in the background which with what he was saying I mean I-, I didn't find it funny in the least but I'm not here to Kirk bash it's not what I'm doing I'm just kind of explaining the story to you so there was a lot of expletives that were sent to the young man's way but I heard the young man say a couple of expletives toward his dad now let me quantify everything that I was saying because I spoke to someone on this morning who has an inside track to everything that is going on and not ever 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 going to reveal my sources because that's what a good reporter does. They don't reveal their sources. But this particular source said that this thing between Kirk and his son, it's been going on a while. And he also said, I don't think this is breaking news or anything like that, but he also said that Kirk's son is not by his current wife and there has been friction and they had been going to counseling for some years now even Kirk said that they have a toxic relationship and they went to counseling for it and Kirk actually said that he had called the counselor that's what we didn't hear in the recording where he called the counselor and the counselor was trying to come in and help them. And of course, the young man wants everybody to be on his side. He feels that his father's wrong. He feels that he's been disrespected. But can can I just say this? As, as a father, I'm on Kirk's side on this one not saying that the language that was used was necessarily appropriate for the community at large but in that circumstance it might have been appropriate see those of you who don't have children or never had children you don't know the joys the pains, the ups, the downs, the in-betweens of having children, especially when they're not little kids anymore. They grow up and they become teenagers and they think that they have every answer and they know what's going on in the world, and you don't. And then they get grown, and then they you can't tell them nothing because the first thing they say is, I'm grown. And at some point, they think in his head, in their heads, that it's okay to talk to your parents any kind of way. It's okay to cuss in front of your parents. It's okay to do what you want to do because you are grown. Well, can I tell you something? Speaking for probably every mom and dad on the planet who has children who have grown up, you know, the teenagers now and call themselves being grown whether they're 30, 32, 33, 20, 21, it don't matter. Can Can I just say something? We probably would have said the same thing. I ain't gonna lie because there is no way and nowhere Does it say that you have the right to disrespect your parents? And the language that he used may have been like, wow, we had to go there. Sometimes they don't get it. Sometimes they think they're just so grown that they can just walk over you and say what they want to say. And then you're viewed as being wrong when you start speaking their language. Now I'm all with Kirk on this one. I I, I got his back on this one. And and let's just be honest. I don't like him. And I got my personal reasons for that i'm not gonna go into that because i don't want to put nothing out there then y'all will take my words and then next you know it'll be on uh 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 what's to call it uh where they find everybody you know tmz y'all have my words on tmz i'm not gonna do that but let's just say i i got a personal thing concerning him but in this case nah I I got his back I got to agree with him on this one because here's the thing and this is what children or teenagers don't understand or those who call themselves grown now don't understand it's the fact that number one and and, and I love when they do this they throw up in your face well you should have never had me here's the whole point you ain't had no say in that You didn't have no say in that. You're here. But while you've been here, we have put the food on the table. We have made sure the lights have been on. We've made sure that you had flowing water through the house. We made sure that you took baths. We made sure you had soap along with the water. We made sure that you didn't have to wash with paper towels and you had a washcloth to wash your behind we made sure that you had a clean towel to get out of our tub in our house using our water and our soap that we bought with our money we made sure that you were taken care of there was not a day that you went hungry because regardless If the lights were on or the water was off, you always ate. I know it's a lot, lot of adults out there that that feel me right about now. When you get to the point where you think you can tell us where to go and what to do and what to kiss, I'm going to tell you right now. You are looking. You are diligently searching for your life to end. You are Asking Please Please Mom and dad When I disrespect you I'm asking you To either one Cuss me out Not curse Cuss me out Or I'm asking you To Whip My behind When you think that you have gotten so grown that you need to do everything your way on your own, you, you, you know what then? You go on ahead and do that. We have a term we use in our family, grown snicker. Grown, since you think you're grown, go ahead. I used to tell my kids all the time, oh, you, th- you think you know what you're talking about? Okay, stick your hand in the, in the outlet. Take a knife, jab it in the outlet, and see if you don't get the shock of your life because you know everything. Kirk Franklin has taken care of this boy. And I don't care if he was there when he was first born or not. It doesn't matter. He's 30 some years old. He's still on this earth. He has taken care of him. You can't say he has withheld any money from him. I guarantee you he has not. I don't even know the boy. But I know as a father You're going to do your best To take care Of your child You're going to do your best Some people's best May not add up to be good enough To other people's best But it's not a popularity Competition It's about taking care of business Some fathers may have Came late in their child's life But at some point They were taking care of business Even those paying child support and uh, you, you, you don't want to be on child support But if you have to pay child support You're taking care of business But there is nowhere In the written law Of the United States of America Where it says That your children have the right To disrespect you As a matter of fact If you even want to get biblical With this whole thing It says To honor Thy mother And thy father How are you honoring your father and your mother If you disrespecting them How are you honoring them If you calling them out of their name How you honoring them If you cursing at them Now I know what you're saying I I hear you I hear you in the spirit I know what you're saying You all are saying out there You're not to provoke your children to wrath Oh yeah 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 I know that one too But I'm going to say this the difference in provoking your children and standing up to your children when they have seemed to lost their mind. You don't understand the words that are coming out of my mouth that let me break it down to you like this. It's a shame that we as parents have to go there sometimes. But can I say this before y'all start putting Kirk and y'all's hell that y'all have drawn up that you put people in this particular category and they're not going to make it into heaven because you feel like they were wrong in what they did can I just tell you this you go on and do that you will be the ones ending up in that position Oh, how we forget how King David did some of the stuff that he did and went off and had a man killed to take his wife. And there was other stuff that David did. And David slew thousands of men. And God said, that's a man after my own heart. Really? So if God saying that didn't, who are you to come in and say, oh, he needs to be canceled? He 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 we need to boycott him. Oh, he's he's no longer a presenter of the gospel. Oh, but you didn't make a mistake yesterday. You made no mistakes yesterday. You didn't curse nobody out yesterday. You didn't say nothing wrong. You didn't hurt nobody's feelings. You 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 just was just as good as could be. You didn't do nothing wrong. It was good as could be. I got news for you Even the Bible The Bible says that It don't matter what we do Everything we do Is as Filthy rags So we, we, We're not Standing In a good place If we don't do nothing But stay in our house Watch TV all day Matter of fact Don't watch TV Because you're gonna have Some ungodly thoughts at some particular point, and you can't say you haven't. I wish y'all would go watch the movie Chaos Walking. You would get a great perspective on how God actually looks at us because He knows your thoughts. I'm not giving the movie away, I'm gonna let you go experience the movie for yourself. If everybody could hear your thoughts, You wouldn't condemn Kirk Franklin Because you know why? You would say I thought the same thing I probably would have did the same thing Or worse So y'all get off Kirk Franklin And go get the tree out of your eye Before you talk about the limb and somebody else's When we come back I need to know What is going on Why why are they searching for something To pin Against Tiger Woods What are they looking for We're going to talk about it When we come back Right here on this Slick Show Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more This Sick Show with Big Day along the BGC Sports Network. Welcome back to part three of this sick show. If you miss any... Show on the BGC Sports Network. You can now hear it directly after on the new BGC Sports Network too. Just go to bgcsports.net for schedules and times because we have expanded the brand and it feels so good. All from the station that is now twice as lit. We are the BGC Sports Network. All right. I, I'm, I'm, I'm really trying to wrap my mind on what's going on with this Tiger Woods situation now. The L.A. County Sheriff's Department said to have made several critical decisions in the investigation of Tiger Woods and the crash that he was in, in a couple of weeks ago. They said the decisions that were made were favorable towards the golfing legend who was given the benefit of doubt despite indications he was inattentive or had dozed off. That's according to a report. Sheriff Alex Villanueva announced on February 23rd when Woods crashed and he broke several bones in his legs that his deputies did not see any evidence of impairment. A day later, he announced that the crash was purely an accident and said that there had been no need to bring in a drug recognition expert to evaluate the 45-year-old Tiger Woods for impairment. But... Several forensic experts told USA Today Sports that the available evidence in the case indicates Woods was inattentive or asleep when the SUV went right into a median instead of staying in the lane as it curved right. They cited clues including the lack of skid marks indicating braking and they looked at everything and they are questioning the Sheriff's Department for their decision to quickly label able to crash as an accident And not to bring Tiger in to have his blood examined Now, the traffic collision investigation is ongoing And traffic investigators continue to work to determine the cause of the collision The LASD is not releasing any further information at this time This is what the Sheriff's Department told USA Today In a statement Tiger Woods agent Mark Steinberg didn't return a message from the news outlets who were seeking comment. Accident reconstruction experts said the Lynx legend's inability to remember driving at all was a reason enough to bring in a drug recognition expert. They said to an untrained person, sometimes the effects are a bit more subtle and require a bit more in-depth examination to bring out the evidence of the impairment. This is what they told USA Today. The DREs make a determination of whether blood should be tested by questioning the driver about medications and examining the person's eye and vital signs according to the report. here's my thing on this you can reconstruct the accident all you want and if you listen to when I first talked about this I think I talked about it the week that it happened on this sick show I believe that Tiger fell asleep I believe that's what he did and if you heard that show i broke down and i've kept those stats here and i'm gonna read these stats to you i broke down how fast he might have been going i did the math on it and his car was likely going anywhere between 61 and 92. there's an area of margin of error there but it was above 60 and it was below 90. And I believe that Tiger probably the night before didn't have a good night's sleep and he probably got up. Probably thought that he was alert enough to drive and probably was hurrying to go meet Drew uh, Drew Brees, like they said. And I think he fell asleep at the wheel because they said the road curves. He went over the median and went straight over the median. Thank God he didn't hit oncoming traffic. It would have really been bad. Really worse than what it was. But I believe that he went to sleep. For the simple fact is when they talked about the car rolling an extra 30 yards away from the freeway, that's a pretty good ways to go. At 92 miles an hour, it would have been 45 yards at 61 it's about 30 yards so like I said there's that margin between 61 and 92 hey look if you go to sleep and you're driving first of all you don't know where you're going because when you go to sleep and this has happened to me it's probably happened to a few people you remember what the road looked like before you went to sleep and the only thing that wakes you up is those markers, those bumps that they intentionally put on the side of the road. Then all of a sudden your car is going and you're hitting those bumps, it wakes you up. That's what it's for. To let you know, hey, you're going off the road. Wake up. Well, this time, there was no bumpers that were on the side of the road that he was on. So what happened? He hit the median. As a matter of fact, the road goes downhill, slopes downhill, and then makes this turn, this crazy turn. So if anything, he goes to sleep right before the turn. Where he's supposed to turn, he doesn't. Hits the median, goes airborne, hits the ground, flips, 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 flips for 30-odd yards. Tears the front end of his car off because they said it did hit a telephone pole. I believe it was. And the whole front end is taken off the car. I don't think this is an issue of Tiger was drinking and driving. I don't don't think it's an issue of and and, you know this is just my opinion I wasn't there I haven't seen the so called uh, forensic information that they have he either fell asleep or he was either looking down at his phone but one thing's for certain he was flying down that hill just because of where he ended up. Now, we get to this point. Why are we trying to drag this man's name through the mud again? This man has been through enough. He has been through enough with the media, he has been through enough with his family, with his own personal demons. And now, in an accident we gotta find out uh, or try to find that it was criminal really is that how far we've come down as a nation is that where we at morally now we're just canceling everybody in this so called Cancel culture If somebody says or does something That we don't like And then all of a sudden We're going to find some dirt on them And then oh I'm going to ruin your life For the rest of your life What in the world What makes you think That something similar Won't happen to you I ain't talking about the crash Preferably you never get in a crash But I'm talking about somebody finding something out about you and canceling your future canceling everything that you've ever worked for what what do you think is going to happen you calling people to the carpet on some things that need to be but some things there don't i don't need to know if, if if he did fall asleep, it's an accident. If he still had medication in his system that made him sleepy, it's an accident. And I know because the law says it's driving under the influence. But in that regard, yeah, I, I could kind of see that in that regard if that was the case. You're supposed to maintain the operation of your vehicle You're supposed to maintain control But if he sleep, How can he maintain it And it could have been something as simple as He was up all night For whatever the reason was He probably had no medication whatsoever He probably didn't drink He was trying to get to an appointment With the legendary Drew Brees To do a promotional shot And he probably was Speeding And while he was speeding He went to sleep Let me tell you something If you're doing about Let's say 70 miles an hour That would be a safe estimate And you go to sleep at the wheel At 70 miles an hour And you end up you know 50 60 yards inside of the woodlands and you're still alive glory to God you need to be praising God as many people that we have lost in this last year alone of 2020 now and 2021 and people are being called home left and right, left and right, left and right whether it's through the pandemic or not we should be thankful that Mr. Woods is still here we should be thankful that he's still able to be a father to his children on this earth we should be thankful That perhaps maybe one day He might Rehab And get back out on the golf course That's for the sports People out there We should be thankful that he's still Living and breathing He has a wealth of knowledge that He could actually Teach all of us because He's been through some things that some of us will never Go through None of us have walked a day in his shoes, so we have no idea what this dude knows. But now we're trying to find if there was something criminal going on with Tiger. He wrecked his car. He didn't kill nobody. He didn't kill himself. So he ate. <laughs> what's the problem? Nobody else's car was hit. Thank God. Nobody's house was torn up. Thank God. The only thing that got hurt was a telephone pole, a couple of trees, the grass on the ground, the leaves that fell from the tree which was on the grass on the ground the dirt that held the grass up with the leaves that were on the ground and maybe a woodland creature not diminishing it I'm just saying why are we trying to find fault with Tiger Woods when we should be praying for Tiger Woods I'm done. I want to thank all of you for tuning in. The hashtag brother of baseball is up next, Mr. Willie Team Jr. And I look forward to seeing you again right here on this sick show.